Once again, to the If I Said It, I Meant It podcast. Uh, bite my tongue for no one. I almost forgot. You almost forgot what it was. It's, I'm, because, it's because I'm saying hi to everybody on uh, on the live. Who's watching live. Yeah. Well, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm Kevin Chio coming to you, as always, with my good friend. Richard Vasquez. And we are uh, doing a little drinking on a Wednesday. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Cheers, Cheers sir. Cheers, man. I, uh, I already kind of finished most of mine, but having a good time and... Yeah. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Oh, there you go. Look at the volume kicked in. I don't know what happened. Maybe I just had to touch it. We're going to, well, when you touch it, it does go up. Yes. I mean, I know from experience. Do you like my jacket? Yeah, it's pretty nifty. Where'd you get it at? I can't remember. I told my company, Ross, but I, I think it was Kohl's. Same shit. Yeah, pretty much. It was a solid, like, $15 last year, right after Christmas. Very Girl seems like the festive suit. Well, thank you. Suit. Thank you. It's probably the most god-awful suit I could find. Um, Did you get it uh, tailored? No, no. Th- I mean, get it tailored. No, I tailored it myself. This is... Well, I guess that's what I meant. Oh, yeah. I mean, you... yeah, you, you got to clean up every suit, even if it's ugly as hell. Um, and it won me a prize on the last uh, our last conference call at work. What do you mean? So we had an ugly sweater, and obviously I didn't have an ugly sweater. I you, had, went, you went above and beyond. I wore my suit, because I'm a professional. I wear my suit on conference calls. And What uh, kind of shirt do you wear under that? Okay. Probably the ugliest rayon shirt. I didn't wear it today, because I'm required to wear, you know. Yeah, I get it. Uh, work, work this is our work stuff. attire. Your work attire. Um, but it's a button-up rayon black version of the ugliest suit coat in in a in a shirt version it's got the reindeer it's got candy canes on it it's it's fucking awful it's disgusting it's horrible you can only wear it once a year or like around this time yeah so i mean this is this is this is why i wear it and it's i'm not joking with you dude it is the one of the ugliest shirts i've ever seen it sucks too because it's rayon and it's hot it's like i sweat in it um so i do wear it for you know the work, the work holiday party, and all that kind of stuff, and then. But it's you know what it is. It's a fun uh, conversation starter. You know, if you know me, and I think you you know me well, I love Christmas. It's my favorite season. Uh, I I put my wreath on my truck. I put my lights on. I have my my Christmas lights, as you would probably put them around your house. I have them on my truck um, because it's, just, it's like. That is your home away from home. Uh, you know, you, you probably drive more. Well, maybe not. Not now. so much now, but it, you know, it's just when you go out and about, um, you want you're taking a little bit of Christmas cheer with you. And I think there's one thing we all need this year. It's it's Christmas cheer. It's been a rough year. Yeah, you're out of fucking Seagrams. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't realize we were so low. So I, I'm I'm gonna steal some James. I should probably today, let you know, huh? I I don't check your bottle because you kind of always. Remember, I usually bring it. I, I didn't realize where um, where I left it last week. 
I have realized I've been going through a lot more bro whiskey. Raquel, like, <laughs> so we go to Costco every two weeks or whatever it is. And for the most part, our bills like between like 150 and like 180, right? And this is just like common stuff. I mean, yeah, veggies, fucking potatoes, uh, sometimes toilet paper, water. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, like, we don't. Like, there's some food we get there, and then there's, like, other food we don't because we're not going to go through it. Right, right. But essentially, like, between 150 and, like, 180 right? But then when I get the Jameson, it's 40 bucks for the big bottle. Yeah. So I just refill this. So for those of you that don't know, I don't buy a new bottle every week. I just refill it with the big handle. But, dude, that, that ups our bill, you know, close to 250 every single time. Uh, Betty Girl's got a light-up sweater, she says, uh, for ugly Christmas parties and stuff. And it says, I like big bulbs. <laughs> it depends on where it lights up. Yes, that's very true. But I think we all like big bulbs. Yeah. I remember Cannot e- lie. Yvette's brother-in-law wore like uh, like a reindeer sweater. Mm. And it was like, jingle my balls. Or my, my, yeah, it was my balls, right? Or something like that. And it, and it had like the two little like... Uh, um, what are they called? The, the um, ornaments. Yeah, the ornaments right there where his dick would be. That was pretty funny. Do you remember um, Derek had a sweater and it was reindeer, it was Christmas, and the reindeer were humping? No, I don't remember uh, that. It was like your classic like horizontal line. It's got the reindeer, but then they're, they're humping each other. That was a good one, too. Not work appropriate, I don't think, but mm. it depends on your work, I guess. Yeah, if you're a deer hunter. Strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Not my work. I, I, I don't think. Me I and Raquel drove by uh, the holiday the, uh, on Monday, I think. How's it doing? Uh, I mean, it looks like it's finished. Oh, really? It's okay. ready. It, I think it's ready for business. Wow. Yeah. We didn't go. Uh, well, if it's not ready, then yeah. there's no point. Though, we can get some NFL players soon. They I might to- be rolling I, through. I told her the story about <laughs> one time uh, when I was living right there off of Meyer. Uh I don't know why Rick was, I think Rick was going to stay with me that night. I don't know. I don't remember. And we went to gardens and we got pretty fucked up. Yeah. I fell asleep. And so for those of you that don't know the area from gardens to where my house was, maybe a 12 minute drive. Yeah. You know, yeah, I could see that. Um, I passed out from leaving gardens to going to my house. And when I woke up, the guy was like, Hey, I think we're here. And I like I opened my eyes and I looked around and I was like in front of a park, which is the park of the street from my house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nah, dude, this is not my place. A little further down, bro. Yeah. And he and I was like, I was like, my buddy put the address in. Like and I looked to my left, Rick's not there. Nope. And then I was like, Dude, where's my friend at? And he's like, Oh, we dropped him off at the holiday. He gave me your address and said just drive right here. Just take. Just so fucking Rick went to the holiday and left my ass in the fucking Uber by myself. I was a fucking asleep. Just to go home, hoping he didn't get raped by the Uber driver. That was irresponsible of Rick. Yes, it definitely was. And then I think he fucked up and Ubered home and was supposed to Uber to my house. And he just fucked up. He just fucked up. Was that the day we lost Rick for a while? Maybe. I, mean, I felt like we lose Rick a lot. I did have to drive to his house once to make sure he was alive. Oh, was that that same day? No, no, I wasn't there. I didn't hang out with him that day. Okay. They were playing poker that day. That's right. That was poker day when all of a sudden he just disappeared. His phone died, and that's, you know. Yeah, that, that's always a recipe for disaster. Oh, God. Yeah. 
the call to go, hey, what time did you leave there? What time did you leave Yeah, there? we had to fucking play Clue and shit on. It really was. We had to put everything together. Okay, who, I felt like one of those like 48-hour detectives. Like, who was? you were the last person. To see him alive. What did you do? And everybody was like, he got in an Uber and left. So then it's like, oh. Okay, well, he didn't drive. That's a good thing. Yay. Little victory yeah. sometimes. I know. I remember I looked him up in the system to see if he was arrested. <laughs> there were Ricky Moores in there, but it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Good. We've, I don't know where we were going with any of this, but uh, yeah, I have ugly sweater. I, the only I don't I don't really participate in the ugly sweater fun. I guess the last ugly sweater I had was like a Santa playing like like DJing, and I just bought it because it was like twelve dollars on the clearance rack. My fiance's company did an ugly mask contest. That was pretty cool. I saw pictures of all the people who did their masks. I mean, that's appropriate with the kind, times we're in. Kind of, yeah. So that I mean, I thought that was clever. Um, we just did the Zoom meeting where you know everybody sported what they were. I uh, did you wear pants? No, I wore shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wear pants. I, of course, it, it's my day off. Kind of, I'm at work, but I'm at home. I wear. I mean, it's it's winter time, and I'm still wearing shorts, but that's just. Do you work tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Raquel's like, I can't believe you work tomorrow. I'm like, we don't. I'm, I've never worked at a company that we had Christmas Eve off. My son asked me if I was working, and I said, Yeah, and he looked at me like shocked. What? He asked me that today too. What? I, I said, Son, it's just Christmas Eve Eve. That's not a national holiday. Yeah, not, even, even Christmas Eve is not a national. It's not holiday. a national holiday. Like we're working. Although I think Trump is trying to make Christmas Eve a holiday. I'm okay getting off early, but there's still we still need to do business. I think we're gonna start drinking like at nine o'clock tomorrow. You're lucky. Yeah. I mean you can start I, drinking too, but I I've found that in my industry, in the hamburger preparedness industry, um, I found that the higher up the ladder you go. The more busy I am on days like this, Christmas Eve and the day before. You know what? You're right because today, well, a lot of it had to do with the fact that we had an IT guy come in yesterday and essentially my computer was unavailable from like 11 to like 4. Mm-hmm. So oh, all my stuff that I needed to do that day got pushed over today. So I was extremely busy today. Um but tomorrow, I think I got I th- I got almost all of it done. I mean, so basically, the way my work, my job, the way my what I do for a living, the way it goes is I either get a quote, and I quote it, you know, I got to get pricing, whatever. Yeah. Well, this one so I had a quick I, research type. Thing. I had a bunch yeah. of orders that I had to enter, and then my guys gonna do their stock checks. They're gonna like pull the material and tell you what do you have short, and I have to buy them out. <clears throat> so tomorrow, that's what I have to do all day. Is essentially just buy stuff out. But most people I'm going to fucking send the orders to are going to be closed. Like, so <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get the PO till Monday. So I was I was late getting here today. You uh, were. For, that's why we started 15 minutes late. For the pre-production meeting that we host. We didn't even do a sound check. Yeah, well, we, I mean, te- we tend to not do that, that very that often. That could be, yeah. That's that not always my fault. But, what's uh, up, Maria? What's up, Marcos? I found that, you know, for the most part, people are gone. They're enjoying stuff. But those people who have business, it's like, I need to get this done before the end of the year because I need it for tax reasons or I need it for, uh, you know, to show that we did this prior to 2021, whatever it might be. So like at three o'clock, 
West Coast time. I get a call from New York, and this guy's like, I need to get an escrow account opened up for purchasing stock, and we're going to send you $15 million, and you're going to hold it for this long. And we start talking about it, and I'm thinking, dude, it's 3 o'clock here. It's 6 o'clock your time. I get the I get money's money. It's a deal, right? He's I, I don't blame him for it, but damn, you, you're in a rush, and you kind of waited till the last possible minute. So the higher ups are gone. CEO's, you got to take care of it. CEO's not there. Forget that. He's he's probably been gone for a week. Takes he probably takes all of December off. We're actually kind of surprised nobody in our office took any of these days off. Like, usually, like, there's always somebody that, like, takes, like, three days in a row off or four days in a row just for, like, you know what I mean? Because it just gives them, like, two weeks straight off or whatever. Yeah. Not one person took any days off. Really? I, I don't like taking these days off, personally. I, I want to take days off that are, like, busy. Yeah. Like, I know these are going to be slow days. So, if you're going to pay me to show up to work. You pay me on a day where I'm not, I don't have to put 100% in. Like, yeah. 50% gets I'm going to be by. there. So my, I know for a fact my boss, a couple, a couple days ago, he's on vacation. Clearly, uh, I know last week there were a couple of days I called him, didn't answer. I was like, all right, I know he's supposed to be in the, quote unquote, office, home office, but he's obviously doing something. Text him, give me a call when you can. Gives me a call like an hour later. Yeah, no, I was swimming. I was like, okay, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. He goes, look, it's the end of the year. We're done. We're just going to kind of coast, be available. And that's what he told me. He's like, be available if somebody needs something. But if you want to go for a walk, go for a walk. And I thought, the hell goes for a walk? But fine. He's white, huh? Jewish? Same thing. Okay. He also lives in a very, very nice neighborhood where I'm sure taking a walk is like beautiful. I'm not taking a walk. You get mugged in your area. No, I mean I'm, but you, you're. I don't. I I live in a halfway decent area, you know, uptown Whittier, not far from here. It's a halfway decent area. It's I I like it. My son and I went jogging last week, and it was nice. People were out. You know, if people are out playing with their kids, it's a halfway decent area. Do you wear your mask when you jog? Fuck no. If I didn't have to wear my, I got away with not wearing my mask in a Winchell's the other day. Happy Christmas Eve, Eve, Phil. Phil, happy Christmas Eve, Eve. Just so you know, uh, I'm in the uh, fantasy football championship game against he my... Is. We will... Is he my arch nemesis? No, huh? No, I would think he is your... Uh, he's got... He's ahead of you. So, think, ponder that one. I don't know what that would put you... Uh, you're, not, you would not be even like, a rival. It's just more of a... Because I don't hate him. Like, he's honestly, the top like, of the mountain that you have to get to. He's, like, I don't hate Shark. I, I, he's the Lakers. You're the Clippers. When he type. wins, I don't, I don't feel bad. Maybe I shouldn't say Clippers because. What would you, you cons- what, what would you consider him, Rob? Rob just joined. Oh, what Rob would you consider joined. Shark to me. Is he, a, is he a rival, or is he so, just like a? Well, I, a foe. Yeah. While Rob's thinking and probably typing, so I went into the Winchells, forgot my mask. And I had to think on my feet. What do I do? She's like, and she only spoke Spanish. So she said something and I heard El Masque and I went. She did not say Masque. Whatever it was. <laughs> and I thought, I don't have my mask. Like, I'm not about to walk back to my truck and get it. So I just immediately said, I can't wear one. 
the doctor tells me that it's bad for my breathing. I can't wear it. And she goes, okay, can you go outside to the window? Yeah, all right, I'll go outside to the window. I need two donuts of this kind. I need one donut of this kind. So he's a championship rival. Okay, that's, that's fair. I'd go with that. Apparently it's okay to serve someone who's outside of a window. Inside, not so much. Whatever, it is what it is. It was just funny. I mean, does 2020 really make sense to you? Let's be real. Nothing, yeah. You guys have a history like Brady Manning. Who said that? Rob did. Um, oh, I don't. I just put. I just saw. I wish that they were in different conferences so they faced. I would say it's more like Brady Eli. I think that's the better. Are you saying I'm a little slow? I'm not going to out and out say it. I'm just going to interpret it. I'm just going to insinuate it and let you look up what insinuated means. Um, if he does be me, fuck. It's going to be brutal because I'm not like Robert beat me last year in the semis. Um, it fucking, it'll break my heart because not, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I had the best team because I didn't. Obviously I lost to Rob, but like I had a really good team last year. And he fucking caught fire. And this year, I feel like I have a good team, but fuck, anything could happen. His team is a is a buzzsaw. Um, and you're a mouth breather. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think I'm more excited. Y- your guys' game is going to be tense. But it, it, may, could, it, but may it not could be over, like, real early. Okay, so check it out. This, so so I, we, we weren't planning on talking fantasy today, but now that we're in the topic. Might as well. Um I have a player. I have two players on Friday. I have two players on Saturday. He has two players on Saturday. I'm already through half my roster at that point. But yeah, you need a big lead. So I need I need a I need a lead just like I did last week when I played fucking uh, Rudy and Marco. Yes. Like I need I need a fifty point. I need fifty points from fucking Waller and and uh, Jacobs again. Make it happen. Who are the Raiders playing this week? The Dolphins. Carback? I don't know. I think Mariota might even be better. Who knows? I don't disagree, but I'm not John Gruden, so. That's true. And I hope Robert's right. He wrote Shark Blue is Load last week. In fantasy and in his personal life. I mean, as a friend, personal life, for sure. In fantasy. I told, I, I told Shark that he needs to put up 140 points to beat me. Period. I to have a chance, I think so. Like I'm not saying that I'm gonna guarantee to put up, but I mean I've. If you look at my weeks, I think I've only had like three weeks that were under 140 points. I should figure out what your and one of them was against you. Say that stat again. One of the weeks that I put up under 140 points was against you. Yeah, and I think I put up under 100 that week. So I have your only official. Uninjury influenced loss of the season, and I'm proud of that because I had a shitty ass team. Well, I lost to Robert when, yeah, Dak, that, when Dak broke his ankle. But that's Dak broke his ankle, so you didn't get the benefit of having quarterback points through three quarters of a game. When did he get hurt? He got he hurt, got hurt like halfway through the second. Halfway through, so two thirds yeah. of so whatever points he had, he had, ten, he had ten points at that point. So assume maybe, and I, and I lost by ten. Okay, 
So had he hurt himself at halftime, you would say, eh, that might be close. But since it was halfway through the second, let's just, let's just round it off to you missed out on two-thirds of a game. I really thought I was going to play Robert in the finals. Like, I thought Robertson was really good. The, the bullshit that went down to knock Rob out on that stupid check down, <laughs> that was awful. Now, uh, I think he would have lost the second round anyway. Though. It's not in comparison, but I had something similar happen with Rob's brother, Anse, at the end of a game where Brady was losing by, like, 17 points. There's, like, 20 seconds left. Brady checks down to Edelman, and I lost to Anse. Uh, regular season, so, again, it it – it doesn't measure up to the to the pain, but so I can only I can I can only uh, relate of how mad I was at that happening in a regular season. You got you got to explain. Did we already explain what happened? I we did last week uh, because remember. it was a great. It really was one of the best Monday night football games. Um, fantasy wise, fantasy. It was a pretty good regular football game too. When you're looking at. When Lamar Jackson had to take a shit. In division, problems that they were facing, uh, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Basically, back and forth, uh, lead changes in the last couple of minutes of the game required people to throw the ball, shoot out. Our, our boy Rob, who's listening, he had a, a fairly... Had res- a sizable lead. <laughs> fairly respectable lead that dwindled away, dwindled away, and he was okay up until literally... The last play. The last play of the game. The worst part about that play is they should have... When they squib kicked it, they did that so that the guy would catch it. And he let it go. And he, Well, he kicked it so hard that it went to the end zone. Had they kicked it just soft, the guy would have, like, threw it, lateraled a bunch of time, and the game would have ended. I don't know why they kicked it that hard. I, I don't think they meant to, but... You, you squib it, but you only squib it maybe... 15 yards no you squib it further than that but i wouldn't i would squib it but you just want the ball to spin the ball didn't spin it fucking bounced and it went straight to the back to the end zone yeah i i i wouldn't have kicked it that deep i would have kicked it about halfway um and our and our and our friend rob here he did have players going in that game i wanted overtime oh that would have made it oh, terrible it would have been awesome back and forth back and forth but it was not meant to be. What do you I, think, Rob? Do you think, do you think I should start Gaskin, or should I stick with Rashard Higgins? So, one of the things that um, that I'm I'm transitioning in my fantasy football <laughs> career to um, is is kind of a commissioner role. It's it's handling the organization, and what I've been putting out recently, beside the sexy vibes is uh, stats, is, uh, you know, just kind of what's happened back and forth between teams. Um, I'm kind of excited beyond the championship game because I think it'll be good, but I'm kind of excited for the third-place matchup for the first time in a very long time. Why, because uh, now you know that uh, drastic things could happen if, if Boise takes third? Yeah. I mean, okay, so so let's let's look at this. Obviously, you have another focus, right? No, I mean, at this, I mean, it doesn't matter. I could focus on two things. I I have no out, like no input on the outcome of the game. That's true, but but you're really going to be focused on one. 
95% of you is going to be focused and caring about one outcome. But for the rest of us, beyond your game, and and for a lot of people who would have normally checked out this season, there's something riding on a third, fourth place game in our fantasy league. $200. No, I... There is $200 riding on that. There is that, yes. That's true. I, I, I shouldn't say no. That is true. But I think for the first time, we're, we have an opportunity to look at that game and go, this could change things. Where would Boise move to? Rick and him would just swap. He would, Boise would go from 11 to 10, and Rick would go from 10 to What 11. if he took fourth? He would stay the same spot? Stays the same. Oh. Yeah, I, I kind of played with the numbers to see what would happen um, either way. So it's kind of interesting. It sucks because I'm playing Shark in the championship. No, it doesn't suck. I want to play Shark. <laughs> but, like... I don't close the gap on him very much. No, if I win, you you don't, and that's primarily because Shark has done very, very well in profitability. He is a he's a penny stock that turned into Starbucks. I also thought it was interesting that every two years he seems to be in this situation. Every two years, he seems to be in a championship. Two years, two years, two years. And then, whatever, two years ago, he won. Two years ago, before that, he won. Two years before that. He lost to me. You won. And then two years ago, before that, he lost to me again. So, those are things that I can't. You wouldn't get unless you put the time and effort in. I I can't speak for the league because it's not coming out of my pocket. But... I think those are worth my uh, stipend at the end of the year, putting that kind of stuff out there so that we all kind of know what's going on historically, what's on the line for Boise if he were to win. Um, I think it's interesting. I know that if it was a regular football game, a football team, it would interest people. Well, it's like a baseball, you know, when like, you watch baseball games and they're like, this guy bats, you know, 300 at home, but at night, under 45 degrees. Yeah, and I certainly can't. It goes up 15 points, you know. like <laughs> I certainly can't get that in depth with it. Um, I, I So one of the things that, like, I wanted to talk to you about, but I know it may or may not matter. You know, you put, like, the average points of victory. Yes. So there is a pre and post PPR league. There is. So, like, that should matter, too, because that the should. points for PPR are always going to be higher than the points for standard. Yes. So it's difficult. It, it's it, A lot of the numbers are it's skewed because we've changed our, our scoring format. And, and if you are interested in just looking at us and you have not – you don't care about fantasy football, I apologize. If you have no idea what fantasy football is, how it works – and you haven't tuned us off yet, then, I mean, you're just here for the eye candy. Um, But PPR means points per reception. So every time your guy catches the ball that's thrown to him, it's a point. We switched, and we implemented that several years ago. Prior to that, it was not part of the league. Scoring went up dramatically Mm -hmm. once we implemented that. Because I I, I got an update, or not update, but a reminder from Instagram, and I guess I won a championship in, I don't know, whatever, 2012 or 2014, one of those, and the score was like 
119 or 118 to like 112. Yeah. Like it was something super close, like and low. Well, when I when we look back, when I look back to the early teens, you know, oh, uh, 2012, 2013, 2014, those scores are regularly below 100. And, you know, there have been rule changes in the NFL regularly. Yeah, so scoring goes up. So scoring has gone up. And so it's hard to pinpoint what in the end, like what marks in the NFL caused scoring to go up there. Clearly, we have a line of uh, delineation. I, I don't know how. Illegal contact after five yards. Yeah, that was, that was certainly one. Automatic first off. You know that. All penalties besides offsides is automatic first down for the offense on if a defender commits a, a penalty. Is it really? I mean, think about it. So defensive penalties, illegal contact, five-yard penalty, automatic first down. Obviously, pass okay. interference. Pass interference, automatic first down. Offsides, you said, is not. Illegal the, hands of the face. Okay. Automatic first um, down. Any type of personal foul penalty, yep. 12 men on the field? Yeah, but they don't. Um... That's a five-yard penalty. That's not an right. automatic. I guess you're right. Um... Imagine if you can't even stop them and you have 12 men on the field. That would be funny, too. <laughs> well, it is true because most of the time the 12th guy is trying to get his ass off. But I guess that's field. what I'm getting at is, like, most penalties that are, like, normal, like 11 on 11 – and then de- and there's a defensive yeah. penalty. Yeah. Like it's an automatic first down. Unless it's offsides. Yeah, that's true. That is true. There- Which leads to fucking higher scoring. Oh yeah, definitely. And and the league likes higher scoring. It's um it's better for the NFL. It keeps people entertained. Seven three ball games are they're they're not happening anymore. And uh Cheers, Rob. Cheers, my buddy. I've been contacting Rob a lot and working with him for our constitution. And Rob, I want to just publicly say I appreciate the efforts you have put in to read through it and make sure. Did um, he have his wife uh, read it to make sure that it was a legal document? So I don't, I don't want to put her on the hook for anything, okay, legally, oh, yeah. because there's a there, uh, liability reasons. There's uh, no correlation to anything that she does for her profession and what we do for fantasy football. However, <laughs> I will say that it is um, attorney adjacent. It is. It's a legal document. It is close to an attorney. Um, <laughs> for those who, I, I, I don't know if we talked about this. I sat down and took all of the rules and I wrote them out in a constitution. Some of our viewers, they're in leagues where they have constitutions written and they have everything documented. I think for as long as we've played, I think that's been the biggest mistake that we have made, not writing it all down, having a place to pinpoint. Well, it doesn't help too that a lot of our guys start drinking four hours before the draft starts. So when things need to be written down, and especially in the case of this past year, the commissioner was part of that, you yeah. know, drink fest. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? He's not writing anything down. I think, I think he had a notepad, but he didn't, I don't even know if there was any notes on there. I think if he was sober. He wouldn't have wrote it down. Anymore. He wouldn't have wrote it down. Yeah. No. 
if there's one thing, <laughs> if there's one thing I do, I take things that aren't that serious and I can make them serious, serious real quick. And so, you know, one of the things in the constitution that I wrote, it's a result of your actions in a year that you ended your uh, season with, I have to start nine players. That was your team name. No, I had to start our top five players. Okay. Was that what it was? I'd have to look. Yeah, you know? that's exactly what it was. And while I believe that you should have the right to do whatever you want to do with your team, I, I do believe that there's a aspect of competition. Let me see the Constitution real quick. So bearing in mind what you did, and I, do you want to kind of... Uh, Relive the circumstances surrounding. Oh, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not. Uh, I don't feel bad about it. No, like, I know. I, I know that. There's no remorse here. Uh, essentially, like my team wasn't good. They had. I just had a lot of bad losses or whatever. So my record, I wasn't gonna make playoffs. And my arch nemesis Michael Brody was like fighting for a playoff spot. So I was trying to let other teams win so that he wouldn't get that final playoff spot. But I got in trouble because I wasn't starting my good players, essentially. Now, again, part of me believes you should be able to do whatever you want with your team. You paid the money for it. But I do believe that we need to keep a little bit of, uh, and, and the way I wrote it is, the sanctity of competition. But when where does that stop? Like, is it... Oh, you have, the, you have the answer. I think so. I think so. So let me read to our audience and to you how it's written in, our, in my proposed constitution. Say, uh, for the sanctity of competition, each team is to govern their team in accordance with what will achieve best results for optimal success. No team shall allow quarrels or squabbles to hinder the betterment of their own team's success. Yet, should it be deemed fit for the allotment of short-term losses to obtain gains in the eminent future, a team must be ready to justify to the league for the path laid before them. If you were on this year, if you felt as if benching your team and taking a loss in, let's say, week 12 or 13, would give, let's say, me a win and keep somebody else out of the playoffs, that would be taking a loss in the short term for a win in the long term, right? However, the betterment of your own team would not have applied to you in that situation because you were out of the playoffs, you, you weren't going to make it, so every loss would have lowered you with regard to your final rankings, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's the way I wrote it in there. So what if... Go ahead. What if I was a playoff team uh -huh. and I felt, oh, this this team right here is, you know, can be really good. I don't want them in the playoffs. So I want to... I, and I have a guaranteed playoff spot and I decide to let to, to tank a game so that, that that team doesn't get in. I believe that should be allowed. And that's how I have written it in the Constitution. That may... 
if you are guaranteed a, a playoff spot and you are aligning yourself for Bro- best Brody, results. Brody, that's not what Brody would agree to, though, because he, he it's always play your best players. But for if the that's integrity. the case, but if that's the case, then I never should see a defense spot blank. Uh, that that's definitely something that I think should be discussed. No, I don't agree with that. I think you should be able to allow yourself to bench defense if but, you're up, if you're up by five points or whatever. And and there's plenty of times I've done that. I got no, I mean, you know it's too, like yeah. right. You, I should have done that two weeks ago. You look at it and you go, okay, this is a close win. My opponent is done. I'm done. My defense is going on a Monday night. If I take negative points, I'm going to lose. Bench him. But then where do we draw the line? I agree. That's what I'm getting at. And and that's my question is, if you can justify that taking that loss is going to possibly give you better results, then I think you should be allowed to do it. What you did was not better your team in any way. I was just hurting another team. You were just hurting another team. And, in fact, you were making your final results for that year worse. You know what the best part about that, though, was? Um, I think I still lost. I think you did. <laughs> I think so. And But then we get into a very slippery slope of, well, define best. Well, okay, so, like, let, let's just put it to this weekend, right? So, obviously, I'm in the championship game, like we discussed. Obviously. No, no, I meant, like, like we just discussed it. <laughs> oh, okay. But, like... The person that I've, the quarterback that I've, I've rode, ridden, I don't know, whatever, um, I've used the whole year has been Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'm not gonna play him this week. Well, and, and but I should according um, to the like how many points he scored and yeah, blah blah blah. But like, just because I'm in the championship game though, like, I'm kind of takes I, take take the. A bird in the hand over two in the... Like, you have they, another quarterback who's steadily giving you X amount. No, but, but it's okay because I'm in the championship. I can make whatever decision I want. If I were to play a shitty player... Like, if I were to take out if you Kamara... Yeah, yeah. No one would say anything. I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I do. I, if you were to be like, fuck it. I want second place, not first. I... I do think people might say something if, let's say, you were playing somebody who was had never won a championship, and you just decided I'm going to let this person win a championship. I think people would say. I don't something. know who would do that, but I mean, I, but but it's it's literally the the discussion, the same discussion that we're having. Like, yeah, you should be able to manage your team as you want. So, let's say you did. I think there are certain people who would argue against you doing it in the first round to help yourself. They would say, no, you got to play the best players. But then you go, all right, I'm going to put the shittiest players in in the championship round, and I'm going to lose the, the championship round. Would not say anything if you did it that way. So why is, uh, why is it good for the goose and not for the gander? Why is it okay when it only screws you over, but it's not okay if it screws somebody else? I tried to write it the best possible way where if you wanted to take a loss in week 13 because it knocked somebody out of the playoffs why shouldn't you do that the nfl lets you do it the bears did it one year um they had nothing to play for right but they put their best team forward they played all their starters for four quarters because if they beat the packers they would keep the packers out of the playoffs is there any 
point in doing that. You're really risking franchise players, but they just wanted to screw the Packers, right? So yeah. why is that? Why is that any different? I don't. I don't have the answers. I'm curious how this will go over with everyone. I mean, people are going to be not happy with it or whatever. Well, okay. If that's the case, what I would say is then where is our line of delineation? You bench players take a loss week 13 because you got your shit handled, right? Mm -hmm. Who is anyone to tell you what to do with your team? you're you have everything you need locked up if people want to argue about that then i better not see any empty defensive spots in tight games where they don't want to risk it because where's our line of delineation we can, we can actually say like it's a non-official game unless you have all positions that's or not a non-official but like you know what i mean like regard like it's, it's a slippery slope so I have written it to the best that I can, and I'm not a legal uh, expert in any way. But you need to be able to justify why you're doing it and prove that it is for the betterment of your team that year. How boring do you think we are to people right now? Oh, I'm sure we're pretty boring, right? Yeah. But there are people who I think... And maybe, maybe they don't understand the importance of it because their league is, hand, you know, different. I think. What, sorry, oh, I I just want to know what the what's the pot right now? Ooh, I'd have to look at it, but it's. Um, I don't know. Brody should know. I'm curious. I didn't look. Know. I didn't look it up. I I have it here. What's the best record anybody's ever had? End of the season. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question, too. I don't know. Um, one thing I certainly am not, I'm not a savant in the fact that I couldn't tell you, you know, in, in every single score. But I do like Excel, and I could probably figure it out for you. Um, now, you want to know just regular season? Like, what's the best record, regular season or overall? Uh, I guess both. Okay. Because if, if we're doing overall, what are we going to go off of? Winning percentage? I mean, because, we've always played 13 games. Uh, but we always have – not everybody has played the same amount of games. So are they out? We'll say regular season and then – Overall? Yeah. All right, so – Because obviously if you have the best regular season, you're – obviously you probably have a bye. Yeah. Now, I did count buys as a first-round win. I, they are counted as a playoff win. I think people might push back on that, but I think you should be rewarded for getting the first round by. You played well enough to not have to, to play. Earn it. Yeah, why would why would that not count? And really, I count I used it mostly for the power rankings to give you the bonus because other people who have to play that first game and win would have an unfair advantage. Um, I just chose to do it this way. So for the regular season, uh, just quickly looking at it, Shark has the most, he's got 76 wins, 54 losses. He's at a 5.85 winning percentage. But I'm talking about in a, in a single season. Okay. In a single season, 
You were 11 and two this year, correct? Yeah. I think that's gonna be hard to beat, sir. And, I, and if I miss one, you know, don't, don't crucify me for it. Cause I'm that's why, that's quickly, why this victory is so much more important now. I'm quickly scanning through. Um, and I do think that 11 wins is probably the highest based off of, again, quickly perusing through. Oh, no, we had a 12 win. 12 and 12 one. 12 and one? Who? Well, let's see. The year was. Look at you. 2016. That's Shark. I think so. No, that was Robert. Oh, did he lose? So 2016. Let me go back here. Now I think people are really bored because now we're just talking numbers. He was 12 and one. And he came in second place that year. Oh, he lost in the championship. He was two and one. So he had the bye. He won one and <laughs> lost in the championship. Um, Rob, I don't know if you're still listening, but sorry to, oh, sorry. Sorry to bring that one up. I but, hope that's not me either. But yeah, he's 12 and one. And uh, Rob, if you, if, if you are still listening, can you stop fucking tying with people? It's a column in every year for the past 10 years. It will have to go on forever. And God damn it, you're the only person who ties with people. Robert's tied with Damien twice and his brother once. He's the only fucking person. Like, win your games, guys. And, it, and it's funny. We changed it to decimals and he still, to, avoid, to avoid the tie. And they still tied. It drives me insane because I have to write that into the calculation every single time I do this. But so, yeah. Sorry, right. dude. Uh, Rob, Rob took No, it's fine. A so to put a bow on this because I, I think people are bored of this shit. Oh, extremely. Oh, we're having trouble loading the live video. It is. It just paused on us. Okay. Anyway, um, let me go take a look at it. Or can is the video? Uh, let us know if the video no, isn't can't. playing. It won't, it won't even. Oh, see, mine is, which oh. is odd. But um, I guess mine's still going, so we'll see. Oh, there it is. Um, it's boring. I, I I know. I think we just. Kind but of, next week, if I win, guys, I'm gonna be super pumped up. Yeah, we're gonna have to. You're gonna endure one more week of this because. Dude, I'm so ins- nervous. Okay, Raquel was, like, annoyed by me on fucking Sunday night. Well, but that could be during baseball season, too. That's true. Um, so I was up by, like, whatever, 50 points or 40 points. And then I had my defense going, and he had one player or whatever. And the whole time, every single time the fucking Giants got in the red zone, I was, like, freaking the fuck out. <sighs> I do. I'm gonna be so nervous this weekend. I had to replay the last minute of the Monday night game to explain to my fiance. Here's the situation. Oh, two weeks ago was it? It was two weeks. Yeah. Ago. Here's how this works. Watch this. Bam. And I go. Sorry again, Rob. Sorry, but babe, Rob just lost. That cost him possibly two grand M- minimum. 200 bucks. Uh, an opportunity to get 200 but yeah that one was that one was rough um i haven't even talked to shark about splitting or anything like because he i think he knows already like i'm not yeah you guys have done this I'm dance not, enough yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna so i'm gonna go for it all and if i don't get it so be it i'll take i'll take my losses during our break i'll take a look at this because you had asked me about the largest pot um i'll, fi- I'll figure those numbers out too uh, you know one of the things that, that my fiance has kind of learned about me is, like I said, if there's something that's not that serious that I can suddenly make very serious, like, um, 
like my speech in which I uploaded into YouTube and dressed yes, up. Yes, I, f- I wanted to show that for the people, but I didn't know how you felt about that. I'm okay with that one. Because I wanted to be like, this is what separates us from every other fantasy league in the world. I think we is, should. Is the amount of dedication that the people are to this league. Robert creating a fucking PowerPoint. We had other people there at that draft that weren't in our league. And they were like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, dude, we this, don't fuck around. This gets serious. This gets real serious. Yeah, I, I'm okay if, if there's somebody that you would like to share that with. If you'd like to share it with I wanted it to our... share it on Facebook is what I wanted to do. Oh, I mean. What if you got YouTube famous? <laughs> I would feel really bad for America. Kevin, the communist commish. I know communism. <laughs> no, I'm not. A, I'm certainly not. a. Watch, watch it. I'm certainly not a communist. Um, but yeah, for those of you who are interested and would like to see the dedication that our league puts in, I did, I did put a campaign video. Patriotic video. It was uh, really to campaign for a opportunity to lead, uh, lead our league, uh, lead it in a way that I think this year more than ever we have truly needed and have suffered for, um, in the long run, but if you're interested, maybe we'll post it on our on our IG, maybe Facebook. I do whatever. want to post it because it's funny. Whatever you like. I didn't know how funny it would come off. I had hoped that. But it was I think good. it's just funny because of the serious face that you make and like, I don't know. I mean, I, the the serious like like I said, if there's one thing about me, I can take something that's not that serious <laughs> and emulate it in a way that you would if this this really was. You know, the, the vote that changed the world. They already accepted it, so you're you're the kabish. How do you feel about it, this upcoming new regime? And I know you're not pumped about paying, but... Uh, I mean, I'm okay with it. I, was, I, was, I, I don't want you out of the league. I want you to still be commissioner. But if this is something that you want to do, then I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to support you. Like, How did Marco see it? Marco just said it was the funniest ever. Uh, hey, Mark, how, how did you get a hold of it? I don't know. Um, I didn't send it to him. I'm, I... Maybe Rudy and Marco showed it to him? It's possible, yeah. Um, as, much as, as much as it's kind of a satirical position, I really do hope it helps. I hope that stats, I hope to Im- implement, like... Rudy. Rudy, okay. Um, I hope to implement a, like a highlight games, competitions. You know the weeks that you play, Brody. You know, show those and, and the implica- uh, implications that it might have. I find it interesting that me and Brody have a a, a rivalry, and like we're like five hundred against each other. You should like no no, but I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's, you don't it, know that though. You know what I mean? Like you just think. And you know what? Also, I find interesting, and I, I could be wrong. You could look it up real quick if you if I don't know if it's on uh, if it's up. But I want to say we've only split like two or three times in a season. Yeah, I want to say we both sweep each other regular season, not not playoffs. Did, I know I had brought it up, but had you guys met in the playoffs? Yeah, well, we met twice. So one of them—that's why he's complaining—is because that we don't have the records for that. 
Oh, the seasons. Th- that, that's how that's how this rivalry started. Yeah, was I swept him during the regular season and he beat me in the playoffs, and then that's when it started. Of a mystery year. Yeah, a year we don't remember. <sighs> Look, I. I told like him it I never said, happened. If I'm okay, if you got me all of the numbers and all of the information, I can write it in. It's it's not that hard. I can I can certainly put it in. Um, but it's incomplete, and and I like if we're going to look at something. We need to look at it holistically. The Packers have 12 world championships, but they only have three Super Bowls. No, four. One, two, three, four. They only have four Super Bowls because the NFL doesn't recognize the world championships. Okay, fine. That's kind of the way I look at it with our league. You have a bunch of world championships. Until the NFL recognizes the Packers' world championships. Pretty much Rob has no championships. I'll have to look at the numbers, but I don't. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's and him and Damien and, but we don't know who came in third all of those times. Let's say you came in third every single one of those times. I didn't. I yeah. did. Yeah, but that might bump you ahead of Shark, as far as the power rankings go. So, uh, I think I think some of those years before Shark was in the league too, and it's and it's possible. And we we've kicked out people since then. Um, so one two one two. So you're even one two even. Uh, you're up to, you're down to, um, we'll be even down two, you're down one, you're down three. Yeah, you guys are 500. No, but I'm saying that, but for the most part, there's been sweeps, right? Like, oh, for years. Two, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So 2011, you swept him. 2013, he swept you. Uh, 2014, you split. No, I take that back. Uh, 2014. So 2014, you split regular season, and oh, again, I apologize. You were two and one against him in the regular season. You beat him in the semifinals. Yeah, that's so. That's yeah. It's 2014. Uh, 2015, he swept you. 2016, he swept you. 2017, you only played once. And see why it. We we can talk about that later. Yeah, he probably changed schedule. 20, <laughs> I don't think he's commissioner. Uh, <laughs> twenty eighteen, he swept you. Twenty nineteen, you only played once. You won. And uh, twenty twenty, uh, you you swept. So that's what I'm getting at, though. So all the minus the playoffs, they they've been sweet. It's your year or it's his. Yeah, year. isn't that funny? Like, isn't that interesting? You know what I think is interesting is we wouldn't have known. We wouldn't. Had Kevin not stepped up as commissioner. All right, we probably bored people for about fucking 40 minutes Good. about fantasy football. We'll be back with a different topic. Maybe we'll Maybe circle not. back. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I thank you for hanging in there with us while we bored I a, you. I had to pee really bad. Did you really? You usually don't have to pee that, that I bad. Really bad. I, have, I have no ability to hold my piss. When I got to go, it's like, oh, fuck this. I got to go. That's do you like, think it's because you're getting older or have you always been that way? It depends. Like I've, I've kind of, I can hold it, but it's like one of those, like I started doing like the pee-pee dance real early in life. Um, <laughs> my, my son, what was it the other day? I was like, dude, you better hurry up in the bathroom. I'm going to piss on you. He looked at me and went, dad, I already took a warm shower. I was like. <laughs> I don't know where he came up. Try with, me, motherfucker. I don't know where he came up with this, but I was like, that's okay. actually pretty funny. 
He's been he's been coming up with some good jokes recently, and it's kind of pissing me off because they're all at my expense. Do you think that, like, you know your son, right? Do you think in his group of friends he's like the funny one? Yes. Um, <coughs> I think he's the funny one, but I also think he's in. Oh shit! Is it third grade? No, no he's, he's in, ten, right? He's in ten, so he's in fourth he's grade. He's in probably in fifth, no? No, he's in fourth grade because he's he's an October baby, so oh, okay. he he turned. But he's in fourth grade. Right now, they're all jockeying for position in who's like the leader, and um, he has he has an I don't want to say an, an arch nemesis, but he's got that one guy who's the dick in his group. Oh, I like that guy already. So, like, you know, there, there's the three guys that kind of look to RJ, like my son, and, and they're like, oh, RJ's the leader. Up until the point where that fourth kid comes in and undermines what my son says and does. So you think he's being like, a hater? I think, what, I think they're rivals in the fact that they're both fighting to be the leader of the group. And I, I, I don't have much advice for him because what makes sense as an adult makes no sense or, or maybe goes too far as a kid. Like, I, I told him, like, look, just tell him, like, hey, your mom's a fucking whore. But that, maybe that doesn't work in fourth grade. Also private school, so. I would say, don't say that. Well, um... I think, I mean, if I was, my kid was in that situation, I would just tell him, just always be as authentic as you can, because essentially, authenticity will overrule any kind of fake shit. Like, what's, what's funny is, I, I'm not going to tell him that I said something opposite, but kind of. I said, look, fake it till you make it. If you want to be the leader and tell these guys what to do. So he says he wants to be the leader? No, but it's just that conversation. He'll say like, well, I I told all the guys that we need to sit at this table for lunch. And and again, this part goes back to when they were in school. But a lot of this is about Fortnite and playing online. And then there's like this. He's doing Among Us right now, which is about finding out who is the double agent i don't know I, I i don't quite understand it all the way i don't know i heard scarlet and drew being all pumped up because one of them was a shark i don't know what that shark. meant what game is that i don't know oh hey. like apparently there's a good there's like you you're you're the bad guy and you're the shark no well my, that makes sense because shark's a bad guy he is a bad guy this this week um no imposter he, he he got pumped up like I was the imposter, but I killed someone and I didn't realize someone was looking. And I said, never kill somebody when somebody's looking, dude. That's it. <laughs> oh, um, life lessons. I don't know if that's the best lesson a father should give their kid. But but what I told him was like, look, if you're going to do something, do it confidently. Just be the leader. If, if this guy's kind of undermining you and saying stuff, just look at him square in the eye and say, Go sit down. You, you, you don't belong in this conversation. Take that authoritarian role and, you know, 
nine times out of ten, this kid will have nothing to say. You know what you need to do? You need to put him in boxing. Because he's going to need to learn how to fight at some point. And let I, me explain why. Okay, I was like, do, let me explain you want why. Me to, I, I no, don't know no, if no. I want him punching this kid. No, no, just no, no. not even him. But if you're the leader of the group, there's going to be other groups. Oh. And and he's going to need to be the one that's because the minute he's the minute another group steps up to them and he doesn't. Hey, forcefully. Maybe we should back this up. A step. I'm just being real right now, bro. I'm not trying to get my I'm not trying to encourage I, I'm not him to start out. It. But to be able to protect himself, I think that's important. Oh, that's 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 that, important. That's very because if different. somebody comes up and starts picking on his group, and he's the quote unquote leader, he needs to lead. You, I, I, well, you you're correct. But let's also put this in context of there's like twenty kids in his class, ten of which are, you know. Uh, when you split it down the middle, there's like I think there's like eight boys and twelve girls. Like it, it's a private school, so it's very small. So he needs to make sure his four is better than the other four. And yeah, the I don't know what the other. So one of his friends is like a nerdy little Asian kid who's allergic you to mean- everything: <laughs> milk, sugar, air, sunshine. Like, and I told him, you, you got to get rid of that kid. <laughs> you got to get rid of him. <laughs> You're already making cuts. Hey, listen. Nature doesn't want this kid alive. All right? Like, That's fucked up. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. No, Dad. Like, you're so mean. Like, nah. This is natural selection. And he's like, no, because this... You know what? Fine. Keep him around. I'm sure all lion packs have that one lion that they keep around that's like, hey, look, if we got to run from something, like, you're the slow one. You're the, you're the you know. <laughs> Right? Um, in a zombie chase, you're the fat guy that we all kind of stand around just in case. And it's funny because my son's not the biggest of the group, but he tends to be the one that everybody kind of like, do you want, should we play handball or should we play kickball? And again, this is back when. Yeah, and I get it. They look to him for guidance. That's what I said. Just tell that kid, hey. I'm just saying he needs, he needs to, he needs to like, if he's going to be the leader of any group. Yeah. You need to have some hands. That's true. I've got him lifting weights, so we'll see. But it's it, useless if you... I, it reminds me of the movie The Warriors. Come out and play. That yeah. One? Yeah. And the guy that was the leader and is getting getting caught up or whatever, and they think that he like died. And the, guy, the guy's like, I'm the leader now. It's like, how are you the leader? And like, there's another guy that can fight, and he's like, what? I'll fuck you up. And then the, he just like step, he takes a step back. Like, all right, like... You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like you just so wait. You just you just told me a situation in which somebody took over as leader. The first leader, the guy that was leader, uh huh, died or whatever. He was gone out of the. So picture. the second guy yeah. in charge, yeah, was like, all right, I'm gonna take care of. I'm, I'm in charge. A, I'm in charge. Okay. But then the third guy was yes. like, why the fuck are you leader? I should be leader. Yeah. And they're both tough guys, okay. and he just kind of was like, so so I'm gonna fucking be leader. Like, number two. Yeah. And number three, we're both kind of fighting to have that number one spot. Yes. But number two, one, without throwing a punch. Okay. But he was scared of him because he knew that he'd get his ass kicked. Okay. A little bit of a mixed signal there. But I'm not saying he needs to be the best fighter, but he needs to throw hands. He needs to be able to, like, be in charge. Interesting, because what I said earlier was, if you're going to say it, say it with confidence. 
Walk in and own it. Now, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. you. I feel like you are. Theodore Roosevelt, who was one of our early presidents right around the turn of the 20th century, which is the 1900s, by the way, he said, speak softly, but carry a big stick. Hmm. Now, I think he meant actual stick. I, didn't, I don't think he was swanging his shit back and forth. That's he had a big old dick, though? Rest in peace, President Roosevelt. I'm sure he's been resting in peace for a while, right? That's true. And his point was, is I'm not going to be the guy that screams and yells. I'm going to say what I need, say it confidently. But if push comes to shove, I'm ready. That's essentially what I'm getting at, though. What's funny, but I think your point highlights the second half, whereas my point highlights the first half. I'm, I'm not saying one over the other. They, they work in conjunction but, conjunction, but what I'm saying is to my son, if you walk in with confidence, there are very few people that are willing to step up and oppose somebody who says something confidently. I don't disagree with that. But if somebody does... You need to be ready. And that's where I agree with you. You, you got to be ready. I'm not even saying that he needs to be the best fighter, but like you got to be torpedo. You mean? <laughs> you got to be ready. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to just. Now, you walk in, you're confident. I'm number one, and you take that loss. You got your ass whooped. Hey, bro. Are you then number two? No, unless number two was there fucking backing you up. I, I don't think that. I think it's very underestimated when people get in a fight, especially when you're like in junior high, elementary, who was involved and who wasn't. Like, you can still get your ass kicked, but there's a lot of people in this world that get their ass kicked. Like, you're still number one in your group because the number two didn't fucking do shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you're, But you're also talking about two different groups. Yeah, well, together. that happens, though. That happens. Like, let's be real. Like, but come on. I, I'm saying more along the lines of this is an internal struggle, and, and we're also talking about a 10-year-old. Yeah, he's a fucking um, backhand, some little kid at, oh, at some point, you know? Listen, if, if I wouldn't get blamed for him just pulling back and just punching this little kid in the face. I feel like Raquel's questioning my parenting skills. No. No. These are the conversations that that you got to have. Like, look. And I think it's lost in our society. It, it was big in, what, Friday? The dad? Yeah. Rest in peace. And Debo now, too, right? Yeah, dude. And I, I looked it up. Apparently, a bunch of people died from the Friday movie. Really? Remember the girl that uh, she was like Janet Jackson? And she takes her hair off? He's okay. like, more like Freddie Jackson. Yeah, she died too, apparently, but that was a long time ago. I think what's lost in our society is getting your ass kicked. It used to be okay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Oh, I, that's what I'm getting at. Like, he doesn't need to be the fucking best, but in his group, he need, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be the first one out there. You got to be the one that's like, you know what? Fuck it. This is my friends. I think we're talking, okay, then, then you and I went on different paths because... We usually do. Yeah, I know. This kid is part of his group. 
but is the loud mouth. Like, I know this. That's what I'm getting at. But what you're you're talking more along the lines of when another group, like another pack, because he's up. the leader right now, quote unquote, right? And the other guy wants to be the leader. True. So what I'm saying is he needs to have a set of hands on him, ready to to, to engage not with his own group, okay, with another group. Because the truth is, if the other guy engages ahead of him, he's gonna he's gonna take the fucking the reins from him. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Until that other pack steps up. Agreed. How how are you suggesting to address the internal struggle? And again, I think we're talking it, about 10-year-olds and whether they should play handball or kickball. But but let's be real. You were 10 years old at one point. And yes. when 10-year-old turns into 12 years old, and those stories get carried on. Well, hold on. When, Let me, it's my fiance. When I was 10 years old, I was hanging out with the 10-year-old girls. Okay. You've been hanging out with girls since I've known you. Okay. Like, <laughs> so that doesn't, that doesn't change anything. But the, the you, you guys want to get sweaty and go play handball? Fine. Go ahead. These girls are doing makeup, and I'm going to sit right in the middle of them and find out who each one of them likes and who they don't. And then not tell the person that they like oh, or the I, one that you like. I could orchestrate this mother, this fucking playground like it was nobody's business. I just think that, like, because in the position that I was in with with my friends in my group, there's always people that don't like each other, right? Yes, yes, yes. And But there was always that one guy in your group that was willing to put his neck out there, oh, right? Yeah. He was down for... Regardless whether he was he won the fight or not. The thing is, if your son's not that person that's, like, when that happens, mm-hmm. and that other kid steps is, in for him, is that's where that's where the, the internal issue lies. It gets deeper because now his other friends, they're, they're going to vote on their own and be like, well, why should we follow him when this guy is the one that's willing to fucking mm. put his neck out for us? Interesting. That's all I was saying. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even saying I want your son to fight. I don't want you my son I mean? to fight either. But I'm I do just, want him to be prepared. Down. True. If that if, moment came up, and it had, I mean, a part of it had to do with the fact that he's, quote unquote, the leader of his group. But yes. the truth is just for him to protect himself. And eventually those people will follow. Like Right, right. I See, and I think for me, I'm looking at the immediate problem. And for him, the immediate problem is that whether you want to uh, bring this to an exponential level or not is... Couple of the guys and him want to go play handball or butts up or whatever they are. Completely separate side note. We started talking about games we used to play. Remember Smear the Queer? Yeah. We yeah. Don't, play, don't play that anymore. That is politically incorrect now. Yeah. Even though at that age, queer wasn't the gate, at least. In my group, I don't remember it being that. Yeah, I don't remember being gay. It was just it was queer the person with the, the ball, the person with the the different one. So I guess that makes sense though if you think about it. Mm, the person with the load, the person carrying the ball. Mm, well, okay. We always looked at it as being the the different one. Nope, you've got the ball. Like we have to attack you. Um, what is it called now? I don't. Well, do, do they not play it? Yeah, because I don't. I don't think they play it for liability reasons. Because we used to tackle. Yeah. The person with the ball. We used to get hurt. Yeah. We used to break arms. Interesting, additional path that I'd like to take you down. 
Not that any of this has anything to do with the two things that I wrote down on. When do we talk about those things? You have so many notes that we never get to. Not a one. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. It seems as if anger, uh, violence has gone up in society. Thank you, sir. Has gone up in society recently. I'm not going to say in the last five years, but let's just look over the past 30. Okay. I read a op-ed, an opinion-based, um, throw that back for thank you, an opinion-based article that said that the downfall of much of our society has to do with the fact that legality has interfered with kids on the playground. So as we look back through history... Like you can't play on the monkey bars because you let's might go, fall. Let's go, back to, let's go back to caveman days. Our young men used to run around on the plains and chase down buffalo. They used possibly to get killed. Possibly get killed. There was a hierarchy that was learned quite early. But it was also an outlet for that testosterone. It was also an outlet for that energy that our young men, and I'm only going to speak to the young men. I'm not going to speak to the women because it, it. Well, they weren't allowed to do that then. Let's just be real. It's outside of our realm of expertise. But we have taken that outlet. And there used to be fights on the playground. Boys would, you know go fist to cuffs or whatever that term is. And yeah. they'd fight. They'd, you know, it was, it was, you punch a guy, you punch him. And a lot of times it was your own friend inevitably, but you get in a fight, you dealt Which with Which is going to happen between RJ and his. Oh, I'm sure. Is. Oh, I'm sure. But it was an outlet for all of that pent up testosterone, anger, whatever it is. And we have through lawsuits, through rules, we have taken that out, and now there's no outlet for our young men in their youths, youths, youths to to vent that, and that's what's leading to blowups because pressure bursts pipes, or it makes diamonds. What are your thoughts on? I know that's really high level, but. What would you say to that? I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like uh, certain aggressions that males got out at, you know, certain ages, they're not essentially doing it. And then even like you, you, you take it a step further with like sports, like there are certain sports like football where they started tackle at a young age. Right. And now they moved it back a couple years. Okay. I'm not saying it's not a, a good thing because obviously we've realized that like the brain trauma. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, dude, I was knocking heads at fucking sixth, seventh grade. You know what I mean? Like you get your bow rung, which is now known as a concussion. You mean, but back then it was just like, you know what I mean? Like you just were yep. fucking getting a little lightheaded and you need to take a, a couple plays off and then Man you run right back in. Yeah. Um, look like, I do know that a lot of these, a lot of the reasons behind some of these uh, 
safety. I don't call them issues, but safety protocols. Protocols, yeah. Uh, you know, are for the betterment of the child. Agreed. But there's just certain things that, like, you, you need to get out as an individual. I mean, um, that, I think that's the reason why, like, I keep going back to, like, like obviously with, like, my son when he gets here. Like, like I'm definitely going to go, like, a lot of the individual sporting route. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a lot of team, you know, involved. But, like, I just feel like that all – all that gets tied together with the aggression, with the, you know, learning to win, learning to lose, learning to hmm. like, like all that stuff kind of just all combined. Because mm-hmm. when you're talking about chasing the buffalo, like, as a hunter, like, you needed to eat that day, right? Yep. So there was a reason why there was the strongest one. Mm-hmm. And they were the, you know, they ended up becoming the leader of the pack. Like, like that, all that stuff is... F- the, that's happening nowadays. It's just in a different way. You know what I mean? Do you think that the idea that it's not okay to lose has hurt our society? Do you think it's become something that has? It's been not okay to lose. I think we all know those sideline dads who th- are just berating their child after a game, and. Truth be told, like when I when I look, I, my son played on one of the shittiest teams in basketball recently, and I told him, "Look, there's some things that you're going to learn learn out of each one of these losses. How well did you do? Did you help others be better? I, I would never say losing is a goal, but it's a reality of life. I I, I don't know any successful person who only one and if they did i i don't really put as much stock into their work everybody who is res- in my viewpoint respectively successful has taken far more losses than they've taken victories and that's just because you got to stretch your, you got to put yourself out there and if you're not stretching for your next goal then you're really just are you pushing yourself? Are you trying as hard as you possibly could? I, I, I know that, let me rephrase this. On face value, you come off as a person, Rich, who, would, who is, no, never, never lose. Losing isn't okay. You should always be trying. It, like, you come off like the Kobe mentality. Kobe never really accepted a loss. But I, but I don't know that that's the best viewpoint. And if I've misjudged, you know, please. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily like I, I'm not Kobe by I mean, I would be a fucking millionaire right now well, doing other things. But, and, um, and dead. but essentially, like I, I, like I want to instill like in my son, like, not that losing's okay, but. If a loss happens, as long as you know internally, you know, mentally and in your heart that you put every single inch of effort that you had into whatever it is that you were doing, like, there are going to be situations where someone's just better than you. But if you can't sit here and tell me 
that you tried your hardest, then that's when I'm going to be disappointed in that person. Mm -hmm. But I will definitely support you if you could look me in the eye and say, I put every ounce of effort. I practiced my ass off. I did this. I put, you know, I studied. I, you know what I mean? And this is what I got. And you can say that from your soul and your heart. I can live with that. It's funny because there's always that, that, let's be honest, none of us put 100%. Going back to Kobe, I don't think Kobe put 100% into everything he did. I think those times where he didn't drove him to wake up at, three o'clock in the morning run at four o'clock because that's funny because i do think kobe put 100 percent in six months ago he probably looked at himself and went i haven't i haven't been putting 100 percent in i'm gonna get up 30 minutes earlier now and i'm gonna i'm gonna run 10 more wind sprints than i did before okay i i i get where you're going with that but i also think that like he looked back at his career with a realistic self-evaluation and was like I didn't cheat the game. And see, I, I did. I did everything I needed to do to be as successful as possible. And he was okay with it. Uh, I'm not going to, that last sentence you said, he was okay with it. I believe that deep down there was, there were, Kobe could always point to times where he would say, yeah, but I he's, he, he's way more of a self I get it. critic than, we should all be far more self-critical of ourselves. I know I am. And I'm not Kobe level. Let me rephrase. I'm not trying to compare myself to Kobe. No, but, 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 but I can always look back and go, look, I, I did really good and I tried. But I know that that moment I could have tried harder. This moment I settled. And the truth of life is you can't put 100% in all the time. It, it, it's just true i mean he again rest in peace i'm not trying to undermine kobe don't write this down but he spent time with his daughters right well he could have been practicing more basketball at that time he found that line where it's like this yeah. is this the, the I, balance I, I def- yeah i definitely think that i shouldn't say thing i definitely know that he he invested more time than probably 95% of the fucking NBA players. But and that's, the, and moving the, that's moving the bar. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm getting at, though, is the amount of – you're right. But not any, not every single person can invest all their time into a craft because you would drive yourself crazy, right? I don't think anyone can. And But I do think, though, that he invested more time than probably anybody – I don't disagree and, and, with and that. there's and there's there's certain things that he did off the court that that was true to that instead of him driving to practice yes. every day he got a helicopter which unfortunately was his ultimate death but like yes he got that helicopter so that it took him 20 minutes to get to, to yes. the stable center versus the hour and a half so he's not losing out on that 45 minutes of practice of time, practice time. And, and recovery time. With, also with his, his family time. There, yeah. There's that balance. So, again, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not bringing, I'm not trying to bring Kobe down. What I'm saying is that. But I think, I think he, truly, he truly feels that he put as much time and effort as he could without driving himself crazy and without sacrificing time with his family. Like, he said that he, he, he says it in, in multiple interviews where, like, he wasn't a good friend. 
Oh he yeah, didn't he, remember. Had, he, he has no. He, he had no. He did. He doesn't. He doesn't yes. remember birthdays. You know, he yep. didn't do this. He didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, so as as diligent as he is, or, or I guess was. Sorry. Yeah, I still talk about him and as if he's still here. If he was sitting here and we said, "Hey, could you have, could you have moved your own bar?" You don't think that he would reflect and say, "Hey." During this two-week period, I know I was really half-assing it. Or, and okay, well, maybe not half-assing it. That that's undignified of somebody of his caliber. But you don't think there's he moments? gave eighty percent instead of a hundred. He gave eighty percent instead of ninety. He gave, yeah, I'm sure. I'm and sure, he made. I'm sure he made up for it. I'm yeah. I I, I I get what you're saying, and that's like we are nitpicking, but. But even I do. The great, I, I don't. I don't disagree. Like I get what you're saying. Like, even Kobe Bryant, who we we can all look up to as being heads and shoulders, far more determined, would look back and say, "I didn't give 100." percent When when we go back and when you reflect back with your son over a season, whatever season, wrestling season, uh, football, and you go, "Did you give 100?" percent And they're like my son. I've asked him, "Did you try? Did you give 100?" percent He was like. Yeah, kind of. Well, what bar are we going to use? Did you have fun? Did you try? Did you put effort in? Did you not care and half-ass your way through it? Because I've played games with him, and I know. I've told him, turn it off. Put it away. You're half-assing it. You don't like how this is going, so you're just going through the motions. Turn it off. But I would say in the last season that he was allowed to play, thank you very much, COVID, he was he was a hundred percent engaged. I don't know if he gave a hundred percent. And I say that because I didn't carry him off the court every game or every practice, because that would be a hundred percent. But he sure he was focused, enthusiastic, and involved. For a non-Kobe Bryant, can I look at that and say, all right, you gave 100%. I know for a fact he, he could have practiced more outside of official practices. I know he could have sacrificed and, and woke up at 4. I could have woke him up at 4 a.m. Hey, let's go. Let's start dribbling. Let's start working. But for him, was, and for when, that, when that time comes for you, is is what is a hundred percent that that well that's why I, that's why we pivot back to the kobe part of which if you were to ask kobe he'd be a critic on himself but he, the truth is he he feels comfortable with the amount of time and effort he put in and i think that's what where the key lies is yes. like where is are you company? you're happy with the result because the result is a direct correlation of how much effort you put in and if you can live with that i can live with that but I want you to know, I want to know that you feel you put as much time and effort as you could. That's a hard line. But that's okay. But that's your, that's your choice. At that point, that you make that choice or you, the, as a child or as an individual, right? Because a kid who doesn't care about it. And that's fine. They don't have to. You know what I mean? That, that, it, it's, but we're talking about someone that cares. That essentially, uh, okay. That's essentially what it comes down to. That's fair. If you're, if that you're, changes it, the argument. Yeah, because if you're talking about somebody that doesn't care about something, then... Then what are we? What what am I here? What semantics with you about? 
hundred percent, eighty percent, ninety percent. Why even go out? Yeah, what does it matter? Like, like I mean, said, when he's playing a game and he know, and I know, like you're not into this. Like, Turn it off. Like okay, I'll, I'll I'll give you an example of my own personal experience. Like, so my senior year, I, I had a good senior year. I mean, I think I was like twenty seven and like ten or something like that wrestling. Oh, he's not twenty seven as in age. No, no, twenty seven wins. Gotcha. And I was ranked or seated first in league. I had beaten all the guys that were in my league, and I don't know what happened. I don't I, like I, I like looking back at it now. I think like I drank a Red Bull today, which is ironic, but I don't know why, but I drank a Red Bull that day and I never drank Red Bulls at practice. So like I changed something, you know what I mean? And I think couple that with the fact that like I already knew I beat these guys, there was no sense of urgency on my part, right? Mm. So I look back at my wrestling career and because I lost, I don't feel like I gave it my all. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could look myself in the mirror and say that versus I cried and I was bummed out and I was sad that I lost, right? But I know deep down inside that I didn't give it my all. I did dumb things that I didn't do. Like, like I think that when people talk about sports or, or sports and a- athletics, like, they talk about a football player as being a creature of habit. Oh. This and like, <laughs> had I understood that in high school? Yeah. I don't think this thing would have happened. You know what I mean? Like, but it did. And I learned from it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not ashamed of that. Hmm. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, of what happened. I just, it's just a part of my life. Yeah. You know? And it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that I can live with it. And if my son were to, if that were to happen to him, like, if he can live with it, I can live with it. But like, don't come, don't tell me you want to do this, this, and this but then not put the work in. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe I'm talking in a circle, but essentially, like, only you know, like, internally, whether or not you did the fucking work or not. You know, like, and I think Kobe put in the work. Obviously, he fucking one of the greatest of all time. Like. Obviously, he put in the work. Um, I think we, we rely too much on self-evaluation. But you also, can't, you also can't let people tell you you're great, though, either. No. You can't but, listen to that and shit. And I was going the opposite. I, I think we've taught people to be way too, what I've done is good, it's great, but really, no. Like, let, let's, br- let's bring things back into reality. Like, if you're I, shitty, you're shitty. Deal with it. I'm very interested in how I'm going to be with, as a dad. Like, I am, too. I'm very interested in, like, the things... The things that you're an asshole about now. Yeah, am I gonna still be an asshole about it? Am I gonna still be as like hard on like about these situations? Like, am I gonna be like, nah, no, dude, you're you're not that good. I, like, you know, like I don't know. Like, I want to I want to feel like I'm gonna be, but I might be a little bitch. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see. I'm I, I'm certainly gonna keep track. I'm gonna keep records. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey. Merry Christmas. I hope to see you. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, I hope to see you, and good luck hopefully, this week. Hopefully this Sunday I win. We'll see. Championship, baby. All right, brother. Later, Peace. guys.